yes, welcome. Welcome to Dangerous Misinformation, the newest, most ignorant place in the world, the most hateful, uh, the most hateful podcast in the interwebs, obviously, uh, because the name. Welcome, formerly known as the Lord Petty Podcast. And why is it changed? Because we grow. As humans, we grow, we evolve, we try new things, we uh, go out into new frontiers, and it has just been that time and my little uh, spreading dangerous misinformation journey where I figured it's time for me to just lay into it. This is what I do. I spread dangerous misinformation. I say harmful things, you know, because uh, discussing concepts, right? Anybody that can't sit there and talk about politics, religion, money, the fuck are you guys talking about? You ever hang out with rich people? You ever hang out with people you admire? What are they talking about? They're talking about politics, religion, money, partners. They're talking about shit that matters. And you get around a bunch of fucking dumb normies. And they're talking about, I don't know, football and lawn care. Lawn care is cool. Yeah, I fucks with lawn care. I fucks with all that shit. Honestly, I like sports too, but I don't know, dude. You better be very freaking comfortable in your journey to be sitting around talking about Jerome Bettis's rushing stats in 2005. Like, who gives a fuck? Even the people playing now, what are these people doing for you? Nothing. You think these athletes give a shit about you? No. They're just chasing a ball around and chasing whores around. And you're chasing them around. And I refuse to do that because my ego is way too big. Um, but anyways, thank you for tuning in. Doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't bother me if you're into those things, but just be into spreading dangerous misinformation and dangerous misinformation. If you don't know, it's, it's, I'm being sarcastic because that, uh, throughout the last couple of years, we've seen anybody that goes in any way against the grain, they label that dangerous misinformation. And I don't know how telling people to take care of themselves is dangerous misinformation, but then telling people to be self-destructive and accepting of being fucking fat and whorish and broke and stupid and easily manipulatable. Is that even a word? Easily manipulated? I don't see how that's not dangerous misinformation to tell people that's okay. So let's fight the system. And the way you can fight the system, don't be bitching about how much shit sucks if you're not spreading this podcast because this podcast is a direct rebellion against normies. If you believe in lizard per lizard people and if you want to talk about politics, religion, income, this is the place for you. So spread it. Let's grow this family, dude. I'm tired of not I'm tired of watching all this fucking garbage. The same the same recycled shit over and over and over. I'm over it, dude. Fucking let's get some let's get some Big booty libertarian Latinas in here, dude. Far right Latinas, leftist Latinas. Who gives a shit? Let's bring everybody together and spread. The we need to stop being divisive, okay? Yes, we need to call out clown world and put things into perspective. We can't, we can't narrow in on people and tell them, hey, you're fucking stupid, even though they are stupid. All we can do is spread the truth because great ideas just spread. Great ideas just go out there and unless somebody's really dumb and they're just lost anyways, which would mean that they're definitely not a big booty libertarian Latina. They're just some idiot. So shit's going to go over a lot of people's heads and you can't save them. But the people you can save, spread this dangerous misinformation with them, spread your own dangerous misinformation, and uh, grow it, dude. That's why we need... The only way you can fight the narrative, right? 
instead of shitting on the other side so hard, and I don't even think there should be sides. There should just be a truth. You don't get to have your own truth. People say, oh, I'm living my truth. No, fuck you. There is only the truth. This is earth, all right? My truth is not your costume, all right? And your truth is not my anything that I need to give a shit about. We're all just here trying to do our best, live our lives. Yes, you shouldn't judge anybody, but also you shouldn't ram your bullshit down anybody's throat. And this is going to sound really fucked up, and this is going to get me... I'm sure this is going to bite me in the ass. This clip's going to come back in the future, but I, I don't, okay, this is good. We're going to go down a weird rabbit hole here. Okay. Because people talk about transphobia a lot. Okay. I never gave a fuck about the existence of trans people until people started telling me that I need to call myself a cis white male. No, dude, I'm just a guy. You're not going to tell me what I need to call myself. You can go, you can, you can be whatever the fuck you want, but don't tell me what I need to call myself. Now, does that make me transphobic that I refer to myself as just a man? No, that's your problem. Go wrestle with that. I don't care what you do, dude. Just stop forcing that. Stop forcing me to say things. Okay. You can't, you can't preach all this love and tolerance and acceptance with force and fear saying, oh, we're going to take your job. We're going to cancel you. We're going to do this and that to you. We're going to destroy your life if you don't play along with our little, uh, with our, our verbiage, you know? I don't give a fuck. Be trans. I don't care. Just, I, I've, never even, I've never even met it. I've, I've met like two trans people in my entire life. And what the fuck are we going to talk about? You know what I mean? Like if, if you're a, a if you're a, a you know a, the f- from woman turned man, what are we going to talk about? You know what I mean? Whatever. And then if you're a guy that's being a woman now, it's like as a man we're put on earth to discover ourselves, to dig deep within, and come to terms with who we are, and exploit those not exploit but in a positive way, use even our negative qualities and try to be the best versions of ourselves that we can. The man's journey is all about accepting who you are and giving something back to the world in the best way you can with the tools that you've been given. These motherfuckers can't even accept like the ground basis of who they are. So if I'm on my journey going over here trying to discover like, okay, who's this pale piece of shit and what can I give back to the world and what good things can I do? And I got someone over here who refuses to even like acknowledge who they are on the exterior, like, that's fine. Go be on your little journey. I'm going to go on my little journey, but we don't have to tell each other how to act. It's unnecessary, dude. All this fear mongering and all this bullshit, dude. And what the fuck is the difference between taking a kid to a strip club versus a drag show? Like, fuck off, dude. I'm over it. I'm, I'm 1000% over it. And it's like, oh, is, is that even insensitive to anybody's feelings? What about my feelings? When's anybody going to give a shit about my feelings or anybody's feelings that isn't, you know, anybody's feelings that does look like me? (laughs) You know, we talk about, we talk about diversity, right? We talk about diversity a lot. And is, is there any diversity in just finding a bunch of people who look different that all think the same? Isn't true diversity of allowing every train of thought, no matter what somebody looks like? We're pushing this agenda. Oh, okay. Well, this person is a fill in, fill in the gap. This person is a fill in the gap. This person is a fill in the gap. This person is a fill in the gap. But you all think the same way, right? 
You're all wired the same exact way, but you all look different because that's what we care about, just what it looks like on the surface. We don't actually want any diversity in thought. We don't actually want to come to the best ideas and discuss things and check ourselves and have checks and balances. No. We just want to make sure on paper we can cross off these little boxes and have our little diversity hires and all this shit. You don't think there's fucking conservative black people and shit like that, dude? And then you get these crazy white people that are like, oh, you're voting against your own interests. Like, if you're telling somebody else they're voting against their own interests, you're stupid. You're the oppressive one. If you're telling somebody, oh, you're voting against your own interests, maybe they understand something that you don't. It's kind of like when you get conservative women telling these very far left liberal women, they tell them like, yes, uh, I, I enjoy being a woman. I enjoy having a husband that loves me and takes care of me and I can just kind of go on autopilot and do my thing and I know my husband's going to hold me down because he's competent. It's, if that's what they like, that's what they like. Let them go live their lives, dude. If you want to be some boss bitch, go be some boss bitch. But just to let you know, no, if you're looking to, you know, impress some guy with some virtue in the success that you possess, nobody cares. Yes, am I going to respect you as a human for accomplishing something? Yes, but if, am I going to look for financial support from a woman? No. And it's not like any chick would be turned off by that in general. But honestly, I think it's easier for women to get good paying jobs nowadays because of the little boxes we got to check off. And women can be really good employees, dude. Women are smart. There's some smart fucking women out there. I'm not saying they're not. You know, these like super red pill guys that are like, oh, just shove her in the kitchen. They're just as stupid. But there's women they want to be in the kitchen. So what's wrong with that, dude? What's wrong with people just doing whatever the fuck they want to do? That's what I don't understand about the, the lefty lunatics, you know? They, 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 it's like they'll use terms like Islamophobia and they don't realize that Islam is Christianity turned up to 20. They're talking about, oh, these women should be allowed to wear their burqas. They don't realize some man is telling the woman that she needs to be wearing the burqa, but if she wants to wear the burqa, wear the fucking burqa. And then you get these liberal women that are like, oh, well, white American women should not be in the kitchen. That's oppressive. But then they're all uh, like praising burqas. You know what I mean? And the hilarious thing is then you get, uh, you know, the, the Muslims, they fucking hate everything about the lefties. Same thing if you ever go hang out with black people, they hate everything about the lefties. They're, they're not down with all the gay shit. They're not down with any of that shit. It's fucking, fucking wild, dude. Speak <laughs> Speaking of black people, um, there's a thing. So there's been no number one hip hop album or song charted on the Billboard 100 or 200 this entire year, which is the first time since 1993. Now you'll see a lot of the hip hop radio shows and a lot of the blogs and a lot of artists and a lot of people just within hip hop itself, they have a lot of these theories about how the music itself has just kind of lost substance. Well, that is definitely true, but the music has lost substance ever since like 2005, okay? It's not like little John jumping around going, what, had any substance or it's not like, you know, Little Wayne talking about, you know, being a pussy monster and uh, slurping that soup out of that pussy is, it's not like that had any freaking substance, okay? It's not like any of this rap music has ever had any substance, but there was a level of originality. And I'm saying this as a rap connoisseur and a, a customer, a, a uh, Somebody that free willingly has given a lot of my money to hip hop by buying the records and going to the shows. Um, when you look when you look out into the crowd, right? 
when you look out into the crowd at a hip-hop show, most of the kids are white, okay? So most of the money coming into these records is from white people. And the current narrative is somehow hip-hop, the most ignorant, awful shit in the world, has gone woke. So you get these rappers who are talking about just destroying their communities and killing people and the most misogynistic, like terrible trash you can possibly do. They can say, which I never understood how comedians get canceled and these rappers are literally talking about like beating women and selling drugs to their aunties and nobody bats an eye. But anyways, white people are buying these records. And that's what I think is the racist thing because we've been contributing to this degeneracy by pouring our money into it, right? That sure, that's racism. But that's unknowing racism. We've been participating in the degeneracy and funding it. You know what I mean? But then you get these rappers coming out and saying, oh, uh, I'm, I'm suffering from racism, this and that, racism, this and that. Like demonizing the people buying their records for completely other reasons that I just mentioned. Just saying everybody's racist and against them. So it's like, okay, well, now you're demonizing the people buying your records. So why would they come to your shows when they're there to have fun, listen to the music, support you and love you? They have no problem against you. You know what I mean? It's like, call somebody, tell somebody they're evil enough and they're going to feel like they're evil and remove themselves, okay? So for the fact that hip-hop has gone all woke and every chance they get talking about racism, it's like, how the fuck is racism the biggest problem in, in, in like the hip-hop communities? You don't hear about country stars getting shot. You don't hear about the country singers Warren Chirac Everybody shooting each other and praising each other for it. No, dude. There's some serious, like, systemic problems which are being perpetuated by the music. and say, oh, it's just entertainment. Fuck that, dude. If you listen to music, it puts you in a certain mood. That's why you listen to certain music before you come out to fight or before you go to sleep or whatever you're doing when you're listening to music. That has such a cultural impact and such an, uh, such an impact on the environment itself. So to say that, oh, this people talking about constantly killing each other and all the misogyny and all this, it just honestly just degeneracy and just bragging about money, wasting money, spending all your money on all these designer brands and shit like that. Have, have you ever seen a designer, have you ever seen a Gucci commercial where they're using a fucking, a, a kid that looks like a little pump? No, they're just taking these people's, they don't give a fuck. They want nothing to do with any of that culture. And then hip hop perpetuates, keep, blowing your money on all this consumerism bullshit, dude. And then you 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 got to feel like a fucking racist if you say anything, dude. And you can just get, everybody gets demonized. And after a while, it's like, you know what? I want no part of this shit anymore. For some reason, I'm the bad guy when I'm just trying to support somebody making some music that I like to party to. And all of a sudden, I'm the bad, I got to listen about how I'm the bad guy, dude. I'm good. Fuck that, dude. I'll listen to my uh, classical jams or something, dude. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, wow, that was quite the tangent. How are you guys enjoying the new podcast, huh? It feels kind of good having the new title because I can feel like I can just, I have a, uh, I have more of a niche now, you know what I mean? Before I was just talking about anything I wanted to talk about, which I'm still doing, obviously, but now I can really just lean into the spreading dangerous misinformation by uh, giving an angle of what I think is truth, and I might be wrong. I would be a lying sack of shit to um, act like I know what's going on all the time. But I'm willing to say when I'm wrong. But right now, 
This is this is my thing. This is my thing, dude. I got really obsessed obsessed with that submarine. Like the night that they were saying that that submarine was missing, uh, the submarine would go down to see the Titanic, the Titan. I like couldn't sleep. I was so horrified of the idea of five people just being trapped on a submarine, dude. <laughs> and and then the next morning, I went to the gym, right? I went to the gym and I had to use the restroom. And so I go in the stall and then there's a guy next to me just blowing it up and I can smell him. I'm just like, oh, God. And there's space between me and him. There's a wall between me and him and there's water and what where he's collecting his, you know, and I can just smell, I was like, oh my God. And I just wanted to get the fuck away from him, which I did. It's very quickly. And I'm thinking like, God, these people stuck in a submarine for three days, five bros deep, just pissing and shitting themselves. I was so, I don't want to say I was traumatized because that's not fair. That's like what white women say when they see something on TV and they feel like the victims. But I was just the thought of what these people might be going through was really messing with me. So when I heard that that fucking thing imploded, I was kind of happy that they didn't have to deal with that. Which brings me to my point, okay? Everybody, I'm not going to lie. If you were to tell me that I could go see the Titanic on a vessel that's been there like 10 times before and I had fuck you money, it would be really hard for me to say no. I think once I got there and I saw because they just had this tiny little porthole and they were basically staring out of the fucking screens anyway, so it would have been pointless. But if you would have had, even if it was some experimental vehicle, anyways, I'll be, yeah, it's gone there, there 10 times before. All the new footage we have of the Titanic is from this journey. Um, you know, I would like to say that I would feel it out and say no, but I, I can't tell you that for certain. I can't tell you for certain that I would not have got on that thing. And if you look deeper into it, they were a legitimate company. But it was still, by definition, it was a uh, experimental, non-regulated vessel. And everybody, now that it imploded, everybody wants to act like, oh, how could these people possibly get on this thing? It was experimental and unregulated. Now let's rewind. Let's rewind about not even a year, okay? What we were dealing with for a good two or three years. What was possibly one of the greatest opportunities to revamp the health condition of this entire country by a, quote, pandemic going on saying, hey, you need to take vitamin D, exercise, be healthy, because COVID has taken fat people the fuck out. We really just leaned into these vaccines, okay? And I'm not an anti-vax person. That's such a, people are so scared to be painted as that. Um, even though there are very fucking alarming amounts of mercury in, in vaccines, then it just stays in your brain. But the flip side of that is it's knocked out polio and shit like that, you know? So pick your poison. But when the COVID vaccine came out, right? And this is at the point when they called this dangerous misinformation, but a lot of us already knew, okay, if you've had it, you have natural antibodies. And if you're healthy, you're probably going to be all right because it's only killing fat people and people with a bunch of, uh, uh, what's the word, more, more, I don't know, people with pre-existing conditions and shit like that, okay? And so this was a, quote, experimental and non-regulated because... Companies like Pfizer and Moderna and stuff like that, there's basically clauses saying that vaccines can't be safe. Uh, 
There is no, they just are what they are. So there's no, because there's bound to be shit going wrong. There's no way that people are not going to get sick from vaccines. So they are basically, uh, you can't sue the vaccine companies. Okay. But so most of the vaccines, they've been around for a long time. It's been a lot of tests on them and they're okay and blah, 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 blah. And we've seen what they work. So when the COVID vaccine comes out and the government and people are telling you, oh, yes, you need to get this experimental vaccine. You need to, we don't know what the long-term effects are. It was developed in like a year when usually it takes 10 years. Uh, This is an experimental, non-regulated vaccine because we don't want to be liable if something happens to you. And everybody going, oh, yeah, do it. Oh, trust the science. You don't, you don't trust the experts. You tell me the submarine guy wasn't the expert. He was a scientist. He was a Princeton graduate in mechanical engineering. <laughs> he was an expert. That's when people say trust the experts. No, the most unscientific thing you could possibly do is just blindly trust the experts. And then you get the big, the, the mainstream media and all the, you know, the fucking normies. They go, oh, trust the science and tr- trust the experts. But as long as the ex- as l- these experts only trust the experts that are saying what we believe in. Suck my fucking dick, dude. Um, that was the first official episode of dangerous, dangerous, wow, dangerous misinformation. If I could say the name of my own podcast, um, I keep wanting to say Lord Petty. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Please leave a rating. If you have not follow me on Instagram at Rodney writes or, uh, the podcast page, which is dangerous misinformation pod. Uh, please share, rate, subscribe, follow me on YouTube and, um, yeah, dude. Appreciate y'all. Y'all take care of yourselves. Deuces.